welcome to the Adrian Ross Show, a product of the BMG Network. So glad you're tuned in at thebmgnetwork.com, the BMG Network's YouTube channel, or a major podcast platform. It's time for another exemplary episode. So here we go. Now I'm here sitting on my couch. So if you're watching this and not just listening, then you can see that uh, it's a different look than when I usually do a video. I haven't done a video in some time, just the audio, but I am doing the video. But I'm just, I'm just, that's a different look. I'm just chilling on the couch because we're just going to talk today. We're going to talk about something that's important. And, you know, I don't, I don't want it to seem like I'm getting on people's cases because that's not my motive but I am trying to be straight and upfront with people because the times that we're living in warrant that we've got to be serious about what is serious you know and you know one of the things that I observed and I said we just we're just talking now we just got to talk one of the things that I've observed over time is how difficult it is to get people to understand what's at stake in the nation you know and and that's not something new I mean I, I I've noticed that you throw up a cat video or a dog video or something like that, and people are all over it. You know, they're they're liking it, they're clicking that like, they're making comments, they're laughing, they're having a good time. And I'm not hating on that because I have two cats, Trooper and Cole. I love my cats. I love throwing up a cat video here and there. I love throwing up a cat photo here and there. It's all it's all good, and we need things that make us laugh and, and, and enjoy life and all that stuff. We, we need that. And so there's nothing wrong with enjoying your cat video. That's not what I'm here to talk. You know, I'm not here to condemn anybody for that. But I am here to say that when we can get you to, to be interested in cat videos, when I say we, I mean, you know, the world, because there's always a cat video, someone's throwing up or, or an animal video or whatever. But if people can get you to be interested in that and to go all in for that, but not to pay attention to what's going on in the world that is affecting our lives, then I'm just here to challenge you to change your mindset about that. You know, you, you try to talk to people about about the, the nation about how important elections are, about how important election systems are, about how important it is, particularly if you are if you are a conservative, even more so if you are a Christian conservative, if you are pro-life, for example, if you are if you are a supporter of children and children being protected and parents not having their wills uh, trampled on by people who think they know better. Uh, if, if those things matter to you, if if who if, if 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 whom we elect matters to you, then we've got to get beyond 
just the the cat video that draws uh, that draws us in, that grabs our attention, and we've got to care and and be somehow engaged, at least engaged enough to to listen, to pay attention to to those things which matter, you know. Um, because these these politicians, these so-called leaders, they don't they they find you conservatives, uh, Christians, they find you to be a joke. They find the things that you value to be funny. They they make jokes out of it. For example, Nancy Pelosi just uh, a few days ago, uh, she came out making a joke concerning the issue of life in regards to abortion, okay? And you may not have heard it or seen it, but if you are, it shouldn't just be if you're pro-life. Everybody should be able to to have seen that and say, man, that was, that was rude. She thought it was funny, but that was rude, you know? But in case you missed it, check it out. But I think what you're seeing there is a conflict within the Republican Party. There are those in the party that think life begins at the candlelight dinner the night before. And and and, and these people are, are in defiance of that. Okay, now, at least one person in the room finds that funny uh, because you can hear the laughter, you know? And that's the that's that's what these politicians think of you and think of the things that you value. Here's Nancy Pelosi, who has um, described herself as, quote, very Catholic, you know, and yet not only not only is she supposedly some kind of uh, proponent of choice, you know, which she says that it's it's not about her. It's not about what she, she believes as a quote very Catholic person, but it's about the fact that women have the right to choose either way. But notice that she didn't have any respect in her comments for people who believe that life begins when it does begin, when science tells you it begins, which is at conception. She had jokes. Nancy got jokes. Nancy's jokes are that people who value life, who are pro-life, whom supposedly she respects and believes that they have the right to feel that way. Her jokes are that that you are so ridiculous, you pro-life people. You actually believe that life begins the night before at the candlelight dinner. Obviously, that's not what we believe. We believe that life begins at conception and we believe that the unborn are precious and they are God's children and they deserve the right to life. But she has jokes. That's what she thinks of your position, which is supposedly her should be her position as a quote, very Catholic person. And I'm not speaking on behalf of Catholicism. I'm not Catholic, but I am a Christian. And I believe the word of God. Speaking of the word of God, mind you, do you recall what Nancy Pelosi said several years ago now about the word? She was asked what her favorite word is. Kind of an interesting question, but somebody asked her that. What's her favorite word? I don't know if you ever saw this or heard this. 
But here's what Nancy Pelosi had to say. They ask me all the time, what is your favorite this? What is your favorite that? What is your favorite that? And at one time, what is your favorite word? And I said, my favorite word, that is really easy. My favorite word is the word. Is the word. And that is everything. It says it all for us. And you know the biblical reference. You know the gospel reference of the word. And uh, that word is, uh, we have to give voice to what that means in terms of uh, public policy that would be in keeping with the values uh, of the word. The word. Isn't it a beautiful word when you think of it? Just covers everything. Word. <laughs> fill, you know, fill it in with anything you want, but of course we know it means uh, the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And that's the, uh, the great mystery, other of our faith, where he will come again. He will come again. So we have to make sure we're prepared to answer in this life or otherwise uh, as to uh, how we have uh, measured up. Yeah, that's Nancy Pelosi. The word. And I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to come across as making fun of her uh, or anything like that. But here's a person who says, my favorite word is the word. And yet she totally disses and, and makes jokes about the people who believe the word. The word about how valuable life is. She talks about the word being her favorite word. And talking about the word of God, the word made flesh, but yet she has such contempt for people who believe the word of God, which clearly tells us that the Lord hates the shedding of innocent blood. And that even before we were formed in our mother's womb, the Lord knew us. He had a purpose. He had a plan for our lives. And that's the word. And, but, but Nancy Pelosi, see, she finds that to be a joke, but her favorite word is the word. Now I'm not, again, not trying to, I'm not trying to be her judge in terms of heaven or hell and all that. The Lord can take care of that. God can take care of, of, of all of that. But I'm saying that that's what these people, these elected officials, these so-called leaders think of us that's what they think of us and so it we need to be up on that we we need to understand who these people are and what they stand for and it's it's you know thank god for the cat videos that make us laugh and smile and all that but when you can't be up on what matters things like life and stuff like that but you're all sucked up into this other stuff. We have to ask ourselves. I'm not here to lecture you, but man, don't we have to ask ourselves, what is it we're paying attention to? And I, attention to, and I get it. I know some of us, you know, people just don't, I don't want to get involved in all that stuff. I don't want to, you know, I, I've been there and done that. I mean, I look, I was not into politics at all. Couldn't stand it. I get it. But at some point I've got, I had to wake up. Thank God had to wake me up, shake me somehow, because I didn't do it myself. But somehow I was stirred to understand what was at stake. 
and have, you know, and I don't like to feast on, I don't watch, I used to watch Fox News 24-7 when television was on Fox News. I don't do that anymore, and I find that I have a lot more peace that way. I, you know, so so I can understand if you don't want to be like constantly consuming that stuff. But we have to have some kind of awareness of what's going on. And we have to we have to it, it should ma- it should matter and it should influence the way we um, the way we vote, if nothing else. Certainly the way we pray if we're Christians. But, yeah, that's what Nancy Pelosi thinks about you. And I, I you know, I wrote a column when I had a column in the newspaper um, I had written a column about them coming after your children. They're coming after your children, I said. And they chose not to run that particular column because they felt that I was, I don't know, it was too over the top. You know, the language was too strong to say that they're coming after your children and, and all that. And, you know, I had recently written about abortion and they just thought it was too much. But I'm telling you, if you're paying attention right now, you know that it's not too much. They are coming after your children. And we have to know that. You know, what, you know, school, everybody's back in school now, right? So, uh, you know, what's going on in the schools? Do you know who your children's teachers are yet? Do if Have you met them yet? And if you haven't met them yet because it's still early for some, do you know when the first opportunity to meet the teacher is? Meet the teacher night or meet the teacher afternoon or whatever it is. Do you know when that, what, you know, when that is? Are you, have you arranged your schedule so you can make sure you're there? Are dudes, uh, are dudes going into girls, girls locker rooms? Are they trying to trans your kid? Are they talking to your kids about sex and sexuality and all the stuff that they should not be talking to your kid about? You know, are they pushing their liberal agenda? Because people are getting busted. Teachers are getting busted doing this. Not every teacher is doing it. I dare say most teachers aren't doing it. I, I pray that's the case. But it's being done. Do you know what's being done? What literature um, are your children reading now, right now, in class? Do you know? If not put the cat video down if that's what you're into or whatever it is you're into. That's more important than that. We have to know because they are coming after your kids. They're even, I mean, they're even talking about kids, young kids being able to have sex changes and stuff without parental consent. That's where we are right now. But when I tried to sound the alarm before, that's just too over the top. They're not coming, you know, no, they are coming after your kids. Okay. And we have to know and we should care and we should care about these. Like I said, these uh, elected officials who are off the wall. And if you think they care about your perspective, think again. Nancy Pelosi showed us what she cares about because she laughs at what you care about. It's a joke to them. OK, it's a joke. So I'm really doing this particular episode to encourage you to to be involved. And, and though we like the light stuff, the videos that make us laugh and stuff, I like that too. I'm about, I like to laugh. I like to joke. I like to make other people laugh and all that other good stuff, but I, I'm not afforded. I'm not afforded this just kind of chill out. See, I'm sitting here on the couch right now, just kind of chilling, right? Trying to be comfortable as we talk, but I'm not afforded to just to just chill. And, and when I say chill, I mean, close my eyes and my ears and my heart to everything that's going on around me. We're, it's too serious a time we're living in right now. 
too serious. Um, I've been I've been putting stuff out there, as have many other people, sounding the alarm about ranked choice voting, ranked choice voting, which by design is to make sure that votes are split, and it is being pushed particularly. In red states, that's the plan to push it into red states so that we never win another election, so that the people who share your values don't get elected, so that Democrats, so that far leftists, so that so-called progressives, so that rhinos get elected and not true conservatives. And I'm saying to people, you've got to pay attention. I'm trying to sound the alarm as you hear other people sounding the alarm. And then you've got the, the media out there and you've got people on the left. who are just saying, oh, those those conservatives are, are just sore losers and this, that. And they're just blah, 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 blah. And that's that's what they're saying. And we don't know. And you ask your, your, your person, just, just you pick a person out there and you ask them if you did ask them about ranked choice voting. Most of them have no idea. Oh, well, I heard something like that about Alaska, but that's not my business. It is your business because it's not just about Alaska. It's about you. It's about your state. And not only that, it's about people that if even if it is an election in Alaska or an election in Maine or wherever else they're trying to bring this stuff to, I may not have a, a vote there if it's not in my state yet. But the votes, the system that creates the votes affects the nation, which affects me and my family and all that. It matters. Like I said, it matters. The people we elect, we got people who don't mind killing babies right at the at birth and some after, believe it or not. So it, it matters. You know, we've got these so-called politicians who don't mind having two million illegals come in and I'm not speaking negatively about people because God loves people, you know, and, and, all, and all that. But there's a way to do things, right? But you've got people, they don't mind them coming in because, you know, they, they view them as a voting block, really. And they want to make you out to be a racist or a politician out to be a racist if they stand against that and say, we have a rule of law in this country, you know. But but then when those those illegals get sent to their their their, their location, when it, when when they show up on their doorstep, they freak out. These same people who say, "Well, we want to be a sanctuary city," and those those people on the right, they don't care about people and stuff like that. And then when we you know we send when I say we, I mean we have governors like Ron DeSantis, and they say, we're going to send some of these individuals to where you live. They freak out and can't stand it. 48 hours and they're shipping them out of there. The hypocrisy. But we're, but you ask certain people about it, they don't have a clue. They're just, they're just clueless. We've got to know what's going on. And if we don't care, let's just be honest, because there was a time when I just didn't pay attention. I really didn't care about much of this stuff that I care about now that God, you know, put on my heart to care about now. I didn't. So I get it. But if you're listening and you'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of one of those people. And, you know, then, you know, it's very simple. Lord, God, give me a heart for what you have a heart for. Just be honest. What I just I just I can't I just don't I'm, I'm not. 
I'm not, I don't know what's going on. I don't really care to know what's going on. But God, if I should know what's going on, if I should care what's going on, please give me a heart for this. He'll honor that. But I tell you what he cares about. He cares about children. He cares about the unborn. He cares about the migrants too. He does. He cares about he cares about all these things that that so many cases were just next next scroll 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 I'm not not don't want to do that and you got people begging he cares about he care you know politicians aren't the answer the people we elect aren't the answer Jesus is the answer but he works through people and you'll see it throughout the word he cares you know things were shifted based on who was in office the kings who rose up and there arose a king who knew not the Lord. You'll see in the Bible and then you'll see where there were, you know, there were consequences as a result. And there were generations um, that went a certain way as a result. So I am just challenging you and encouraging you to step it up. And if you're as stepped up as possible, then just keep doing what you're doing. Because there are people who are very much engaged in just doing what they feel called to do. Everybody's not, everybody's not going to have the same mission. You know, everybody's got a different, um, you know, got a different mission, got a different approach to what's going on and that's and that's cool right but and this is this really isn't um a call to action per se this particular episode it's a call really to to know what's going on because I, you know there are times and i'm like man people would pay attention if i were throwing up a cat video they'd be like all over it right and i'm not <laughs> cat video just is the the easy target because people really are into that stuff and i you know again i love my cats too but this isn't really just the call to action because i can't call you to action into something that you're not even engaged to pay attention to right before you can act you've got to know what you're acting on and of course there are people who are listening who know what's going on but then there are people who don't care what's going on and that's just the truth. And I'm just saying, if you don't care, you know, then, then maybe we can just pray that God help me to care. You know, God stir something in me to care. And at that point, then we can say, okay, well, what's my part in this, in this whole thing? But if nothing, I mean, know what's going on with children, schools, and there are many good ones out there, and there are some or some classrooms that are a piece of work. And there are many that are good. So I'm not trashing, again, you know, my background. I was a teacher for nearly 18 years, so not trying to do that. But want to be real, we're living in some times. Know what's going on in your in the classrooms of your kids or your grandkids or your nieces and nephews or your neighbors or whatever. You know, know that. Know who these people are who are appearing on ballots, you know, um, know about the, the these voting systems like ranked choice voting and stuff because it's going to pay, play an impact and and know about these these so-called leaders who who think enough of you and what you value and what matters to your family and to your god that they get up there in front of people and laugh and joke about it you know they can laugh and joke all they want it's not going to change the truth but 
you need to know. You need to know where they stand. And that's really, like I said, all I have today. We're just talking. We're just kind of chilling and talking today. And I, I hope encouraging. And, and I hope this is encouraging you to to know what's up, to not brush things aside like, like you know, oh, they're coming after your kids, you know, kind of mocking me. It wasn't done in that way, but it was a, you know, it was a blow off, really. And it was naive because they are and they're being emboldened. So we've got to stand up. We got to know what's up so that we can then stand up. All right. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Adrian Ross show. And I look forward to the next time we have an opportunity to be together. In the meantime, please go to the bmgnetwork.com. That's the bmgnetwork.com and check out the other podcasts that are there. They are informative, enlightening, engaging, and I dare say entertaining at times. All right. So check it out. Go to a major podcast platform for the Adrian Ross show and leave a rating and a review. I would really appreciate that. I love to read the reviews on the show when I get them. All right. So God bless you abundantly and I'll catch you the next time. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode. <laughs>